As we continue on in our study of Philippians, let's look at verses 3 through 5 of chapter 1 and notice a couple of things primarily. One is the supremacy of God in the advance of the gospel. Paul maintains the exalting of his heart in the supremacy of God in the advance of the gospel. And then what is it that creates his his thankful joy? So, Father, as we look at at these words in verses 3 through 5, enlarge your supremacy in our hearts and give us the kind of joy and thankfulness that Paul had in these Philippians. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. So let's just take this first main statement and then look at the because clause. I thank my God. So thankfulness is the note he strikes first. He is a thankful person. And I think the word my here just adds the note of how personal this is. He's not giving a mere formula here. He's talking to his personal friend and God, and he is thankful to him. Every time he remembers them, and in every prayer that he makes, he makes it with joy. So I'm going to put these two emotions together. Thankfulness and joy. We could call it thankful joy or joyful thankfulness. So Paul strikes the note at the beginning. I have a tremendous thanks towards God, a tremendous joy in God. Now, why? Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. What does he mean by from the first day until now? I think we get the picture over in chapter 4, verse 15, following. You Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, that would be the first day that it began among you, when I left Macedonia, that's where, that's where Philippi is. So from, in, from the first day that he, he started there and then left there, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. So there's the partnership, and it probably is referring very largely here to finances. Even in Thessalonica, that's where he went next, you sent me help for my needs. Once and again... Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts that you sent. A fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable to God. So there's the amazing supportiveness described, especially financially, and the, the emissary who carried these gifts is Epaphroditus, and here's what he says about him. 
I have thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus. So Epaphroditus has come from Philippi to Rome and brought the gifts. My brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier and your messenger and minister to my needs. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men, such men. There's something about him for he nearly died for the work of Christ, for the gospel, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. So they wanted to serve him, but there was a gap of hundreds of miles. And so uh, the lacking was not the lacking of desire, but the lacking of, of presence. And so Epaphroditus, bless his heart, risked his life to meet up with Paul in Rome and complete this service by bringing their gifts. So when you go back and you read, I am so thankful to my God for you with joy. I remember you as I pray for you because I have this thankful joy, this joyful thanks because of this amazing longtime partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Now, what would that partnership involve they believe the gospel remember Lydia was the first convert in in Philippi and she believed the Lord opened her heart to give heed to the gospel they they uh, support financially support the work of the gospel and they, especially Epaphroditus, have embodied the gospel in sacrificial service, which is what this letter is very much about. So at least, at least those three ways, the Philippians are partnering, are sharing in the gospel. They believe the gospel. They financially support the advance of the gospel, and their lives have been transformed by the gospel so that they're willing to risk their lives to serve the gospel. And Paul is happy to say that his joy and his gratitude is flowing from this partnership in the gospel. Now, what would you, how would you respond to somebody? And I say this because of personal experience. How would you respond to somebody who said, well, Paul, don't you just love us? Can't you just love us because of who we are as persons? Do you have to relate everything to the gospel? Do you have to base your affection and your gratitude for us on our partnership with the gospel? Can't you just look at us as persons and enjoy us? I've had people say that to me. What's wrong with that? Well, it's hard to get inside the skin of somebody like that, but... Um, they clearly don't see things the way Paul does. I would ask that person, what makes a person the person that they are that I enjoy? What makes you the kind of person that I'm grateful for? What makes you? Not all persons are praiseworthy. Not everything about a person makes a person happy or should make a person happy. What is it? It's what we love, right? It's what 
we love. We are knit together to other people if we love the same thing, if we're committed to the same thing, if we're thankful for the same thing, if we're made joyous by the same thing. This, this is not a thankfulness and joy in persons separate from their personhood. This is who they are. They have been deeply and profoundly changed as persons so that their highest priority in life now is to exalt Jesus Christ in the gospel. That's what I would say. And the last thing to notice here in this unit, I think, is just to remember he is thanking God for this partnership. He's thanking God that they are believing. Acts 16, 14. The Lord, the Lord opened her heart and she gave heed to the gospel. He's thanking God that they support the work of the gospel. He's thanking God that they have the gospel embodied in their lives, which means that Paul is striking the note of the supremacy of God in the gospel and in this letter. And these people have been changed into the, the kind of people who are very happy about that.